Hey, everybody. Yeah, welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today, we're going to be discussing season five, episode four, The Long Goodbye. I feel like we can't even make jokes. Like, this can't be a happy episode. I, uh, I had no jokes. I had I, I don't know. We'll find them. We'll find them. We'll find them. Um, the HBO Max episode summary says, as Dawson takes on the responsibility of holding the family together following his dad's death, his friends all look for ways to help ease the pain. This episode first aired October 31st, 2001. It was written by Tom Kapanos and directed by Robert Duncan McNeil. It aired on Halloween? Yeah. Fucking brutal. Yeah. Okay, so here's right off the bat what the first reason why I think this episode was so well written. Because the end of last episode ends with just the headlights in his face, car crash sound, and you kind of don't really know what's going to happen. Like, I didn't, we weren't for sure whether he was going to be dead or not. So the first thing I think they did right was they didn't drag out this long, like, hospital scene. I didn't want to see... Gail or Dawson even finding out, they just straight cut to a couple showing up to the restaurant and the sign on the door saying death in the family. And there you go. You have your answer. And we're into the very sad cold open or opening credits. And I think that is the right way to go. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they dragged out Abby Morgan's death more than this, but this like Mitch was such a important character that like, whose death was such a, like, it was such a surprise, right? At the time. Yeah, I was shocked. Um, I agree. I think it was um, not, it was written so well, so well, not overwritten. And you could see how there is so much, this is a show that sometimes overwrites itself. Totally. It, it, it's, it, it hit the nail on the head so perfectly here. Yeah. Because with so well done. death's, with character deaths in TV shows, especially of the time, it's so easy to fall into cliches of like these heartfelt eulogies at the funeral and like these just memorializing this character for like way too long. But this episode really focused on the emotions and how it affected everyone else in the episode, which I thought was just really good. It was really well done. Shocker yeah. that Gina Fattori didn't write it because she's like the queen, but I know. I was actually pretty shocked. <laughs> She, I was expecting she to nails see these but, voices. Yeah. 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 Um, I had a a thought. It was a first time thought. So so first separate than this. Um, Mitch, John Wesley Ship, John Wesley Ship, uh, left the show reportedly because the kids were going away to college and he didn't think there would be storylines for the adults anymore, or at least as many. So he thought it was a good time to leave the show. So that's why. Yeah, whatever. Um I had kind of this like first time thought process because I have seen this episode multiple times. Like I said in the last episode, it's on my cry list. This show, this episode will make me cry immediately, easily. Yeah. And sometimes you just I, need to cry. I cried the entire episode. I cried the entire episode. I was curious to see what you would think. I mean, I texted you as soon as the last episode yeah. ended. I was devastated. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's uh, <sighs> I do like I, I I this is like an ugly cry. There are po- points where it's an ugly cry for me. Yeah, I mean, it really set the tone for my whole day. I've been crying on and off all day. <laughs> oh, see, sometimes sometimes you need it, you know. Really opens well, it up. Yeah, for I you. mean, or for other reasons too. But Mitch didn't help. Sure. <laughs> I to be fair, I said, "Are you sure you want to do these?" I didn't want to give away the spoiler, but I did try and like. Hey, just a heads up. These are really hard Whatever. episodes. I thought that Grams was just going to kick the bucket. I could have handled that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I would have been sad, but um, so here, here's my first time thought. This is not why Mitch died. Mitch died because um, John Wesley Ship wanted to leave the show. I think, though, something I thought of for the first time while watching this this time is uh, it's important to look at the timing of this episode. It's airing less than two months after 9-11. So it's probably it, they shot it in early, late September, early October, you know, at like the mm-hmm. latest, I would say. Um, it hits emotional beats so, so well and responsibly. And I wonder if a lot of that was informed by just like a general feeling of collective grief. And I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out why this episode like wrecks me, fucking wrecks me every single time. And I think this is the first time that I thought about the fact that it was perhaps handled with more care when it came out. Because, um, I mean, it just ended up being a a really well done episode that's very relatable that you don't have to necessarily have like lived with these characters for five years to not feel these same beats along with them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for uh, because I'm also listening to the One Tree Hill rewatch and they are they were talking about a character death there as well. And they talk about how the show wanted to be responsible because it was for a lot of younger viewers, perhaps the first time that they had seen like grief, maybe they hadn't Mm -hmm. gone through anything like that. And so they were seeing it, or maybe they just gone through it. And I think that that the timing of this episode informs a little bit, I think too, of how well it was done. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Really bravo to the writers for this episode. Indeed. Also nice piano and bravo to Gina, Uh, nice (laughs) piano instead of like the classic Paula Cole. I don't want to wait. Oh my God. Yeah. You can't like have that somber of a cold open and then just go to, I don't want to wait. Like that just kills it. You cannot do <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So um, I thought yeah. that was a you, nice move you, also. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, act one, Dawson's at the funeral home and the funeral director asks how he's doing. Uh, he says he's fine. And then just like kind of numbly points to a casket and says, that's it. Mm-hmm. And there we go. This poor guy is just a fucking... He, nothing yeah yeah um out on pacey's boat joey has to be the one to tell pacey and it is such a simple scene it's so great um mm-hmm. it's just joey joey's out there because doug's tried to call him pacey's been dodging him and the for, first of all just like everybody's acting is like great yeah in this everyone's episode aces. um but um just like joshua jackson's shock of when and why did like try like his slow understanding and like trying to figure out where he like what's happening where am i what am i supposed to do now and see it hitting him yeah yeah he had some really fucking a plus Mm. scenes here yeah (laughs) yeah 
Um, <laughs> so sad. What, what I know. Joey so asks him if he wants her, if he wants to go with her to see Dawson. And Pacey's like, I don't know. I don't know if he wants to see him and, or if he wants to see me. And Joey's like, okay, well, how about tomorrow your dad dies? Don't you want to see Dawson? And then I think Pacey just needs to be kind of shaken a little bit. And he's like, okay, I'm obviously I'm going. Like, yeah. And then he, although uh, that is a very away. natural feeling when someone is going through such a profound. That is a profound crossroads. Yeah. You don't know if like they want you. Yeah. You just question, do they want to be bothered? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's totally get it. I totally get it. But there's certain people Um, in your life. It's like always. Yes. (laughs) There. Yes. There are certain people. Oh, it's an always. Yes. And there are certain people in my life that I'm like, I I don't know if they want to see me and I don't want to go and be selfish. Mm hmm. I want to see them if they don't need me right this very second. If it's better for them, then I don't need to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, at the Airbnb, Grams and Bess are cooking while Jen tells Jack that she's nervous about seeing Dawson because she doesn't know what to say to him. Um, Jack, who, as a reminder, his brother died, um, says that no one ever knows what to say. But the thing is, no matter what you say or do, Dawson is alone in this. Like nothing can take away the pain. And um, so Jen needs to figure out her own way to be there for him. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I did appreciate too how every character besides Dawson is um, experiencing their own specific emotion throughout this episode too. Where Jen's is kind of more fear. I think fear and avoidance. Joey is just like devastated that Dawson doesn't need her. Jack is a little aloof, but I get it. <laughs> Jack is kind of yeah. just like, I don't know, man, been there. Let's go to the funeral. Yeah. And Pacey, yeah. I think is in between like anger and denial. Yeah. I mean, for Pacey, this was the father figure in his life. And I think that there's probably a, a like a question of where, where does this all fit? Because he had this like father figure and he had this best friend who he cannot stop himself from saying, you were my best friend. Your friendship was the most important thing to me. I cannot believe I've ruined this friendship. I'm coming back. We're going to fix this friendship. Like he wants to fix what he has done so, so badly. And because he hasn't been able to do that yet, he has also lost out on a lot of time with basically the only good man in his life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What happens next? (laughs) Back with Dawson. He puts Lily down for a nap and then goes to check on Gail, who's sleeping in her clothes. Um, This is the first time we see Gail this episode. Yeah. And she's just sleeping, but even just that, I was like, oh my God, brutal. Fucking brutal. brutal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's all you can say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, He just puts a blanket on her. That's, yeah, like... Jesus. Um, And then, and this touch is so great also. Uh, Then he's in his room and he lays down on his bed and a little piano riff and a knock on the door take us to a bit that I knew was coming. Um, I am, now I'm sobbing. I'm, it's not good. (laughs) Um, And it's Mitch and it's a scene from Dawson's 12th birthday. Dawson is in present day. So this is not a flashback, but a memory. And, I loved it. I loved this choice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, yeah, they did it well. They did it. So, and the acting is great too. Like 
just from James Vanderbeek, like it's very subtle. He just pitches up his voice a little bit and adds like a little bit of innocence. That's mm-hmm. all it needs. That's all. And then you completely know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dawson tells Mitch that he thinks he's ready for a girlfriend. And Mitch says, ah, give it a few years. And then they talk about his presence. And Mitch says that he thinks he's got one more gift coming. It's a video camera. And he says, let the things you love be your escape. And obviously, we're just coming off an episode where Dawson's like, fuck it, I'm not going to film school anymore. There is so much room to overwrite this scene. Mm-hmm. or And to overshoot it and like get really tight on Mitch and like let this be like let a moment sit for too long where it feels cheesy. Instead, this yeah. is just like great. No, yeah, yeah. it's just the right length. Um, and then off Dawson's big grin because he's in his little memory. Uh, Joey comes in and then we're out of his memory. And Dawson still kind of got that grin on for just a second um, before he asks Joey if she can stay with Lily. Because he has to run to the funeral home and he's got a suit in his hand. And Joey asks if that's what he's wearing to the funeral. And then he says, no, this is what I'm, my dad's going to be buried in. God. And then that's our one. <laughs> it's all so brutal. Because <laughs> it's also, like like I said, it's not. It's so easy to fall into the cliches of a emotional hospital scene where the doctor tells Gail that he didn't make it or like this huge emotional eulogy. It goes through the notions of the very mundane, bringing an outfit to the funeral home, picking out a casket, doing the dishes while your mom can't even get herself out of bed. It's like those mundane everyday things when you're going through grief that is just so relatable and makes this even more emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to for it to not be as like, if it were cheesy, I, this would be such an easier watch because they yeah. be like, yeah, it sucks because we lose this character, but like at least you're not you know, grieving as well. It's interesting to me that this decision came after, uh, what's his name? John Wesley Ship Mm -hmm. said, because to me, this would have made a ton of sense plot wise to get Dawson back to Cape side. Yeah. Because I mean, you know that Dawson has to come back to the East coast for this to be a show, right? It's Dawson's Creek. So when they killed off Mitch, I was like, oh, no, this is a great idea because now Dawson has to come home. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that it was, oh, my God, Siri just heard all that. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize it was it was a decision of the actor instead. Yeah. Just an observation. It is. Um, I, I can't really say much. I can't respond too much. I'll tell you that obviously, like um, like most things in Dawson's Creek, this you know ha- this sticks around. Yeah. Like he didn't just die, and then now we never. And then in like think about ten episodes, they're like, "Hey, remember Mitch?" <laughs> like they did with Abby Morgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, it, this has ramifications. Oh, of course, so, yeah. Um, so there we go. Uh, at the funeral, Joey sits with Dawson. <sighs> Gail's crying. Grams is hol- holding Lily. I don't know why that made me cry, but it did. <laughs> um, Lily's crying. Uh, Jen and Jack are there in the front row looking just ter- just like terrible. They're, you know, devastated. Um, Pacey's there in the row 
directly behind them looking fucking rough also um joey tries to take dawson's hand and he's being very stoic he kind of lets her for a minute but then takes it back to hand gail a tissue and then doesn't take her hand again gail's crying oh my god every time gail cried i cried i was like what bitch why you gotta cry again i just stopped (laughs) she she went for it what brilliant acting she went into the hair and makeup trailer and said no because she's also just like she might have yeah. a little something but i mean that is not that's yeah. just her face a crying a face that has been crying yeah. for fucking seven days oh yeah 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 that's and good. you know what I'll, I'll say this not a lot of uh actors would do that it reminds me of um in the sex in the city movie when sarah jessica parker goes to mexico right after big leaves her and she looks in the mirror and she has absolutely no makeup on but it's so relatable because you're like, yeah, you, you're devastated, of course. Why would you be wearing a full face of makeup? But yeah, very few actresses and actors, yeah. quite frankly, can um, pull off that. True. Um, Joe on Grey's Anatomy, the episodes after... What happened that she was so upset? Oh, yeah. Was it when um, Alex beat up, beat up the Italian guy? No. Did she try to get no. did she almost get raped? I can't remember. It was very sad. Whatever happened was fucking awful. And then um she had like a very clear just like decline from there. Mm. And she just let like her hair get pretty greasy. I mean, she I mean, you know, she's very pretty anyway, so it's not like you're but she looked like she was just in bed. Yeah. For a week. Everyone came over. What happened in that episode? slide into our dms <laughs> Camilla, this is now if you're gr- listening slide into our dms and let us know. surely she is yeah surely she is surely she is who's surely <laughs> no surely one of our listeners oh what's up girl one of our tens of listeners um um and then we're at the house after the funeral where dawson is uh, holding grant this scene i think of a lot yeah yeah. Um, so uh, Dawson is holding Lily and Grams offers to take her and he says he can't because Lily is his buffer between everyone else who wants to like offer platitudes and himself. Mm-hmm. Um, Gail is upstairs, won't come down. So uh, <laughs> Dawson asks Grams, like, what is your platitude? What do you, what do you got for me, Grams? What do you want to say? And Grams says that she is fresh out of platitudes. And Dawson says that she really thought that he really thought she'd go with the Lord works in mysterious ways. And Graham's line is so simple and just devastating. She says, the Lord and I, we are not on speaking terms this week. Mm. It's brutal. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> also, Graham's is acting in this scene is so good because it's so subtle. Like everything she says to Dawson, Dawson comes back with, uh, just a hard truth. And all Grams can do is just be like, yeah. And like, she doesn't try to make it better. She's just like, yeah. She just nods her head. Yeah. And it's, it's, I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> I hate this. It's yeah. the worst. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's hard. That's a also really hard because one. like, this is a personal story, but like this is, it was very triggering for me because a couple of years ago, my best friend's dad died unexpectedly. And like, it just brought up a lot of the emotions that we felt during 
that whole process because it was just so similar. You didn't know what to say. Going to the funeral was terrible, but like it wasn't as terrible as being the family member, you know, it's just fucking sucks. Yeah. 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 It, um, I am, as you know, a professional funeral goer, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm always fucking always going to funerals, always grieving somebody. So this one, uh, I think that's, that's also why it just, because yeah. it hits all those, but it's, you know, it's written you from such a hum, human standpoint. Like this is just a part of life. Everyone deals with this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, outside the house, Joey falls into her own memory of her and Mitch, which is the first time the ladder got put up. I loved it. Yeah. And he's all like, give him a sec. He'll get his head out of his ass and see how great you are. And, she, and he gives her a forehead kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The forehead kiss was, uh, game over for me. <laughs> the turning of the knife in my back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then we're uh, out of that memory and back in the house where Jen finds Dawson in the fridge, trying to choose between orange juice and wine. Jen says wine's fine, but whiskey's quicker. Classic Jen. Yeah. Um, little and back then, and forth. And then what? Dawson's all like, I wish I did drugs. <laughs> it's like, whoa, Dawson, we get it. You're grieving, but no need to turn to narcotics right now. Yeah, like that that's not the moment. That's not the moment. <laughs> um, Jen tells him that he's she's been trying to figure out what to say because she feels terrible, but everything about this is out of her league. So instead she's going to hug him and not let go for a long time and she's gonna tell him she loves him, which is actually a pretty solid deal because it means she'll do anything on the off chance it makes him less sad. And mm -hmm. so that's what he does. He just she just holds him. Mm. Yeah. Mm. In Gail's room, <laughs> um, uh, Joey's checking in. They talk about how they're both worried about Dawson. He's holding it together and he's stubborn like Mitch. Um, Joey says that she doesn't think it'll mean much now, but he's not really gone because if there was ever, ever anyone who is an absolute reflection of his dad, it's Dawson. And um, Joey says that she always knew there was something special about the way that Mitch and Gail looked at each other like they were in on a secret and she's not going to pretend she knows what was going through Mitch's head when he dies, but died, but she knows he loves, he loved Gail very much. Um, I'll tell you in this scene, I definitely was thinking about the scene later on in the episode where Dawson tells Joey, Joey. Yeah. Joey, that his dad died being ashamed of him. Mm -hmm. So he's really mad at himself. And I would say almost any other show takes this very sweet scene between Gail and Joey and turns it into Gail thinking about the fact that Mitch would still be alive if Dawson had not come home to tell them they were that he was dropping out of school and they ran out of milk and he wouldn't be dropping out of school if Joey like I that's that's a different sh a different show turns this into a very sweet scene and then like punching it with Gail being mad at Joey mm. for talking Dawson out of, which yeah. didn't happen, but you know what I mean? Like uh, any well, other that's show. not Gail's character. It's not Gail's character. Um, but I could see another show doing it. Yeah, a show that was probably undertoned with more sinister storylines like um, yeah. I'm glad it didn't happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I got a little nervous. So I was like, I don't want to see Gail. Oh, like I, I didn't even think of that. 
that's because you're a better writer than me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. You're a fantastic writer. It's, it's stop so it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Um, what, uh, my things are your favorite, uh, out on the porch. Don't answer that. I hate this joke. I hated that joke. <laughs> out on the porch. I had an answer for you. <laughs> well, now I'm curious. No, December. I'm not curious. No. Oh, thanks. I really? December. I own it. Ah, she does. Buy it on amazon.com. Um, there are typos. <laughs> <laughs> out on the porch dawson runs into pacey that's not true pacey runs into dawson oh that changes yeah, dawson's, everything dawson's already sitting there <laughs> um dawson asks how his summer was and pacey says it was good and then says it was actually really really good like he i don't know there's something about the his like my summer was good and then his redelivery of my summer was really really good was so nice mm. Uh, says it totally cleared his head and then he asks how film school is and Dawson says that he is thinking about dropping out and then Pacey says it's a long story no that's not true Dawson says it's a long story I'll figure <laughs> out who these characters are I'll figure it out <laughs> um, and then Pacey says he's sorry he says he wishes he had more to say but that's what it boils down to he's just really really sorry and then um, Dawson goes back inside and like goes to shake Pacey's hand and Pacey just pulls him in for a oh. fucking hell of a hug. Oh, hell of a hug. Hell of a hug. I feel like I'm being really boring during this episode because I don't really have anything to say. I'm too emotional and it, it, it's just so well done. Like it's, I don't know what to say. I, I, I feel like all I'm doing is reading this outline because there's really, I don't know what to so say either. Like it's a fucking well done episode. It's also fucking devastating. Yeah, it really yeah. is. There's like no jokes to be made. No. <laughs> um, a joke-free episode. Do you want to tell one? Will that help, do you think? Um, what? Why? Um, why Why did they do this to us? <laughs> why would you do this to us, Greg Berlanti? <laughs> um, when, so when I first put this episode on, I was like, I got to watch these two episodes together because I feel like someone dies. And Brian is like, it's probably Grams. And I was like, how the fuck do you even know who Grams is? And I was like, <laughs> He was like, you watch a lot of this and I can overhear it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It is probably Grams. And then after the episode, I was like, oh my God, they killed Mr. Man Me. And his first question was, or he, the first thing he said was, I don't want to know why you call him that. <laughs> oh. <sighs> and I don't Man really remember Man. anyway, but <laughs> it doesn't need to ex be explained. Um, It's from the pilot. It's a reference yeah, from the pilot. But like also, we get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does not need to be explained. Oh. I can't even do that anymore. <laughs> I know. I didn't feel good about it. Oh. Back inside, an old friend of Gail's from college uh, corners Dawson and asks him how he's dealing with his grief. And he's like trying to get out of this conversation. And she's pushing and pushing. And this lady is so rude. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and as she's like, but how, but how, but how the phone's ringing in the background, he can't get out of this conversation. Finally, the phone just goes to the answering machine Ugh. and it's an old school answering machine. Um, <laughs> I, I'm realizing now as I'm saying this, that there are probably listeners that are like, what the fuck is happening right now? How is this happening? <laughs> That's how they used to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I heard Mitch's voice though, my like stomach dropped. Yeah. Everyone's was... dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. Yeah. It's not great. No. But then Dawson like very emotionally starts to have a breakdown and like rips the answering machine out the wall and everybody's watching. It's Gail's face. It's too much. 
Stewart. Um, and uh, yeah, Jack tries to, Jack is a, closest to him and tries to kind of reach out. And um, Dawson just says, I'm fine. I'm fine. And walks out. In post, you can very clearly tell that they have brought his levels down. So his I'm fine is quieter than I think he's, he's not saying it loudly. Because everything in this episode is really well done and it's a very like just a I'm fine. But they've brought him down just like a touch more and the music is louder and it's a great editing choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I agree. Yeah. It's because it, yeah. it's as if he's saying it to himself more than anyone else. Yeah. 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 Act three. See, almost done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of the dock. Joey goes to talk to Dawson. Um, Joey tells him how a few months after her mom died, she found a grocery list that her mom had made and she cried for hours. And if what happened to him in there with the phone had happened to her, she would have run away screaming. Dawson says he can't do that. His mom's a wreck and he needs to keep it together. Um, And then Joey says that she'll make him a deal. He can take care of his mom and she'll take care of him. It's very sweet. I I, I get it. I wish... I get why he can't, but it's a bummer that he can't let him lean on her more. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about how surreal all of this feels and then asks Joey if she has any advice on how to deal with the fact that his de- his dad's death is almost entirely his fault. Because like I talked about in the Gail and Joey scene, if he hadn't come back, laid all this on, then none of this would have happened for starters. If he hadn't shown up, Gail wouldn't have made breakfast and run out of milk. And Mitch wouldn't have had to go get milk, which was what the errand that he was on when he was in the accident. And he got some ice cream. He did get some ice cream. He's like singing along to drift away. Do you think that in the writer's room, it was a huge discussion of the circumstances of how he gets into this accident? Yeah. Because I imagine they probably threw out, was he drinking? Was he rage driving? Was he just distracted? And like... I think that was a very calculated thing for him to just be like enjoying an ice cream cone, you know? Yeah. Having just like a casual, happy moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would have been character assassination for him to be drunk driving. Oh my God. Can you fucking imagine? No, no. That would (sighs) not have been a good writing choice. No. No. I don't think, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's the same thing when Derek Shepard dies. Spoiler alert. What? (laughs) If you just like, don't be dumb. Like, don't bend over. Your ice cream cone is gone. I mean, you can't get it. Don't stop in the middle of a U-turn in the middle of the road. (laughs) Just pull over. Yeah. Especially Derek should know better because... Well, I don't know how it's how it is in medical school, but for first responders, one of the first things you are taught is scene safety. I'm safe, you're safe. And it sure. starts with I'm safe. Uh-huh. So you can't if he had scene safety, you cannot pull over in the middle of the road because somebody else has stopped or you know is is been yeah. in an accident or you got to find a safe place for you because you're not helping anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get your ice cream. You're that's Listen, it's I be get nice it anyway. I get it, but it's not worth your life. And that's coming from someone whose favorite food is ice cream. Would you say it's a soup? No. Okay. Well, bummer. Um. Would you? (laughs) Yeah. Do you think gazpacho is a soup? 
I think gazpacho and ice cream are the same thing. Moving on. Um, Dawson says that for all he knows, Mitch was driving down the road, pissed at him, having an argument with him in his head that caused him to take his eyes off the road. So he, I mean, this poor guy feels guilty. Mm. So fucking guilty. And in Dawson's mind, his memory of his last conversation with his dad is just that Dawson was disappointed in him. Joey says, yes, he did say that, but he also said that he loved you very, very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then Dawson says that he will never go through life doubting how much his dad loved him, but he will also always know that his dad was disappointed in him the day he died. Oh, God. That doesn't hit you right in the kenyakin. I don't know what does. What's a kenyakin? Your butt. (laughs) You're right in the butt. Nice. Uh, and then over by a tree um, shout out to uh, Robert, Robert Duncan McNeil for using all available space like Gail's <laughs> just chilling against a tree probably for the first time in her life and it does not feel weird <laughs> yeah. Gail can do whatever the hell she wants in this episode she can and what she wants to do is act the fuck out of it and what yeah. she does is act the fuck out of it yeah she understood yeah. the assignment she sure did um, Grams is out there to go check on her Graham says that every night she would pray that God would take her first because she'd never wanted to go on without Gramps. That's not what happened. Uh, and it's not easy, but inevitably there will be, there will come a day that is easier than the one before it. And until then, prescription medication. Mm. Which, Get it, Grams. 2001. I was pretty surprised to hear this like little joke. Especially compared to season one when uh, Andy was on prescription meds and everyone was like, <gasps> <laughs> Zanuck? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then Grams offers to like stay with her for a while, and Gail is like, no. <laughs> no, she very politely is like, no, we got this, but thank you. Yeah. One of them says, uh, I think it's Gail. Uh one of them says, it's a strange thing we do, falling in love. You share your life with another person, you give them your heart to the extent that losing them could potentially destroy you. It's a crazy thing to do. And then Gail says, We do it because what else is there? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, gets you in the feels. <sighs> gets you in your butt. And the kinyakin. Your kinyakin. Is that a Canadian <laughs> phrase? I think so, because Brian always says it and he knows a lot of Canadian things. Why? <laughs> Because he spends <laughs> he spends a lot of time in Canada um, playing hockey. What? Yeah, you didn't know he was a hockey player. Your husband Brian? Yeah. <laughs> this is a lie. This no, is I the swear to God, he like ever. almost he had to make a decision whether he wanted to pursue junior league hockey or go to college. What? <laughs> he was like a really good hockey player. Wow. He was a goalie. <gasps> yeah. Well, he knows. Like- like you. He was very, you're one of his biggest inspirations, actually. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, this is new news to me. Completely. Oh, well, he doesn't talk about it a whole bunch. He's very modest. You know how he is. Um I can't believe this hasn't come up in one of our many conversations over the past 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Weird. Yeah. Um, and then we're back inside on a nice little edit of folks clearing out of the house before we're with Dawson while he lies in bed. Um, Joey comes in to let him know people are leaving, but she offers to stay. Um, He says she needs to go back to school. And she says, school doesn't matter. She'll stay with him. 
He says that he just wants to be alone. It does make you feel bad for Joey a little. Yeah. Although I get it. Dawson's allowed to be more upset. Yeah. (laughs) Like Joey so desperately wants him to lean on her. I get it. Like we've all been in that scenario with a friend in one way or another. Yeah. Ugh. (laughs) I feel bad for her. Um, Over at the Air PMP, Joey's on the porch, couch porch, and uh, Pacey comes out to sit with her. He says, one of the worst parts about death is that it puts everyone in a really bad mood. Uh, when he goes, he wants to go <laughs> yeah, in a way no that shit. makes everyone laugh, like getting run over by a clown full of cars. A clown car. A car full of clowns. Yeah, there you go. She got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get this fully, completely. Um, I always tell Carly that at my funeral, she has to tell people I died doing what I love, no matter what it was. <laughs> no matter. She died doing what she loved, eating pizza too fast and she choked on it. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. People will get that. Yeah. It was good pizza. (laughs) Uh, Then they talk about Dawson and how he blames himself. Joey tells him, which, and that's, that's important to know that Pacey's like, what the fuck? He blames himself. Like that, because later on, Pacey's going to take it upon himself to find a way to help Dawson. So. Um, and then Joey tells him about how they fought about Dawson wanting to drop out of film school. And um, after Pacey asks why on earth he would do that, she looks at him and she it, gives it, such a good look. It's such a good look. The look says everything like p- pristine eye acting from uh, <laughs> Kate, Kate Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> yeah. It's as if she learned it from uh, one Ashley Zazarino. I bet she did. We'll have to ask her. Hang on. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, I have a Instagram notification. Oh, somebody liked it... my story. <laughs> oh. Interesting. No, Interesting. She says she did. She said oh, she did okay. learn it from you. Oh, yeah. Gosh, she's such a mensch. She is indeed. Um, and then off her. I mean, tr- like you're not wrong. <laughs> Cannot be said enough. Well, it can't be said enough that you're not wrong anyway, but also cannot be said enough that uh, it is the look she gives is just like, that's all it needs. And then Pacey, I really liked Pacey's, the choice to just have Pacey be like, hey man, if anyone gets the shades of gray here, it's me. You deserve your shot. You never got it before. I don't, this is not about Pacey in any way, shape or form. There's no place for Pacey to start being like, oh, come on, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Are we taking a water break? Yeah. How's that rook water? <laughs> Tastes a little weird today. Oh, interesting. I probably um, need to wash my <laughs> container. <laughs> ah, probably. We never do, though. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, back in the Leary house, Gail is in her own memory now as uh. Mitch puts together a crib. And Gail kind of teases him about um, calling someone to fix it when the bottom of the crib falls out. And it's very cute. It is even cuter when you realize that it is not Lily's crib that he's putting together. It's Dawson's. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they romanticize about what kind of kid they think they'll have. And um, they hope for a freak. <laughs> Mitch is like, freaks never peak in high school. I yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't like team sports. It teaches conformity. (laughs) (laughs) Says the uh, coach of the football team. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then she's out of that memory as Dawson and Gail both watch Lily in the crib. Gail says that the worst part about all of this is that Lily will never know Mitch existed. And Dawson says that she'll tell him about her every chance he gets. Yeah. And um, Dawson says that you don't need to be strong all the time. Or Gail tells Dawson that he doesn't need to be strong all the time. He can break down. There's nothing to be ashamed of. And Dawson says it's not that. Um, everyone keeps asking him how he's doing. And the truth is, he doesn't feel anything. He is numb. And to be honest, it's not that bad. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Just you wait, <laughs> Dawson. Well, little robot Kim was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Keep that shit bottled up. <laughs> Until it all comes um, crashing out of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in in the middle of a Best Buy because they won't take your credit card without your ID and you left your ID at home because you just want to buy this fucking printer so you can print some pictures for a fucking funeral. And then suddenly you're crying to a store manager at Best Buy. <laughs> Being escorted out. <laughs> 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 pictures um, on the wall now <laughs> act four pacey drives up to the leary house and now we're in his memory as mitch teaches him how to drive and does a little father son father son bonding and here's what i want to say about this memory mm. everybody else has and everybody else everybody's acting in all the other memories was great they aged themselves appropriately um dawson was 12 Joey was however old she was. She was obviously younger when that ladder went up. Like it, it's great. It all pays off very, very nicely. <laughs> or uh, Joshua Jackson's choice here, though, is to not be sixteen, but to be himself, just as he is. And we're watching a memory, but he is reflect. We're watching him reflect on it instead of be sixteen and learning how to drive. He's just like kind of soaking in this like memory of mitch and um it's great and it pays off very very nicely where he looks away from mitch and laughs a little and turns back like he's this memory will continue and he will continue to reflect on it and mitch is already gone mm. it's just it's good and it's good it's really fucking good it was a really good choice and yeah. especially in contrast with what everybody else did, I think that that all added to that. Yeah, because it doesn't feel too repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. It feels unique in its, in its own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he gets there. Dawson's still in bed. Um, Pacey asks how he's doing, and Dawson just said, he's still dead. It still sucks. Pacey's like, okay. Figured you'd say that. <laughs> Copy. Noted. Uh, so he takes him to the accident site and shows him the tire tracks and walks him through what happened. And obviously, Dawson doesn't want to hear it, but Pacey forces him to listen. And again, not overwritten, not overacted. They're not yelling at each other. Like, you could see there being a choice to do that. They're just, Pacey's like, yeah. you just have to, I just need you to listen. Yeah. They were almost yeah. inviting Dawson to have his breakdown here, being like, but he didn't. He was mad at me and he was disappointed. And like, that is a cliche, but they didn't. Yeah. Um, and um, and we also like, this scene also was uh, important to like more character redemption because at the end of the last scene, like, yeah, Mitch, don't pick up the ice cream. Just leave it. You're fine. But in this scene, they specifically say Gary Peters. So they name the driver. This is his name, first and last name. He is the person that drove the car that hit Mitch. He fell asleep at the wheel. 
Like they really make it very mm. clear that they do not want anybody to think anything bad about Mitch. Yeah. It's good. It's redemption. Yeah. 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 Uh, he tells him he got 18 years. He got his dad for 18 years and it's more than a lot of people did. A lot of people get, and he did a great job of raising someone that people admire and respect and love. And um, he also tells Dawson that once upon a time, they were best friends. And that means that he, whenever he needs them, anytime, any place, forever, Pacey will be there. Hmm. Personal memory that I'm having right now is that my best friend in college died in a car accident. And it was fucking horrific. Um, and I went to the accident site and it really I, I don't know why, but I definitely went and uh, it was weirdly like very helpful, I think, hmm. to like understand a little bit more of what happened because it was wow. such a fucking shock. And um, I, I like went with my roommate. We went and I had to go look at the tire tracks. I was like, I just don't understand how this could have happened. I needed it to not be her fault because she she had done something that was stupid because um, she was drag racing. But I needed to like understand neither to be more context than that. And it. You need closure. Gave me, a, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll if I necessarily have like closure, but I needed well, yeah, just, just a little more understanding. I didn't know that. Now I'm, I'm totally sorry. cool with it. She would, <laughs> that joke would have fucking. <laughs> she would have loved it. She would have loved it. <laughs> um, no, uh, back at school, Audrey. So Joey's back at school now, and Audrey asks Joey what Mitch was like. And Joey says that he was a dad in the best possible way, just like a mm. fucking genuinely good dad. Yeah. And um, then they talk about Dawson and Joey says that Dawson didn't want anything to do with her. Um, didn't even want to like sit in silence with her. And then Joey starts crying and Audrey comforts her. Mm. Back at the house, Dawson and Gail are sitting at the table. <sighs> yeah. This scene <laughs> breaks me. Like, I'm crying yeah. throughout this whole episode, but go on. Just go on. <laughs> um, they're just pushing food around. They're not eating. They're not talking. They're just kind of pushing their food around on the plate. And again, the way that Gail has committed to her grief era is uh, exceptional. Yeah. Uh, Gail gets up and goes to the fridge and sees that they are out of milk. And she starts to ask him to get more milk. And um, she says honey, because I that which is a term I would assume she uses for either Dawson or Mitch. But it's just a uh, honey, can you go get more milk? And mm. it is that like like gut wrenching. Like, yeah, that guttural sob. Yeah. Yeah. And Ugh. Dawson trying to be there for her and does not know how. Oh my God. And then we're back. So, so he's going to go get the milk. Um, and then we are back to the same shot that started the end of the last episode's scene. So that over that crane shot looking down of the um, village market, which is the store, and then the car right there. Mm -hmm. uh, but now it's, it's Dawson. So he goes in to go get the milk and um, the cashier says he's sorry for his loss. And um, he tells Dawson they saw Mitch that night and they don't say it, but what, you know, that's, this is the last person that Mitch talked to. And mm -hmm. Dawson knows that now also Dawson, this is the last fucking thing that this guy wants. <laughs> he just needs to get some milk and get yeah, out of here. He's like, my guy, I just had a day. <laughs> um, but uh, as cashier tells Dawson that 
Um, when when Mitch came in, he asked about Dawson, and Mitch said that he was a pain in the ass, but he was proud. And he knows that because when he asked about him, his whole face lit up. He said he was a brave kid, and he had no idea how he got to be this way, but he was proud to know him. And then in the Jeep, Dawson just oh my God. has a this is, fucking – yeah, a yeah, This is where it all comes out. I'm crying. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is where it all comes out. And he starts just like – he's an emotional wreck. And then James Taylor starts playing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I yeah. just – I don't even – I think I black out the rest of this episode because the whole montage of this song – and like popping in to see where everybody is. <sighs> yeah. It's, um, I was like yeah, definitely clutching my chest. I mean, the song is like the meanest part about all of it. <laughs> it's so rude that they so perfectly <laughs> scored this scene with this song. Oh, um, as Dawson is crying, um, the Jays and Audrey are going to dinner together where Pacey works. So he joins, um, Gail gives Lily a bottle. Grams is looking at pictures in a photo album. All while Dawson is crying. Um, and then we end on a flashback of Mitch taking one last family photo before Dawson heads to the movie. So we're at presumably the season four finale where Dawson's like, I just want to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's going to take one last family photo. So they take it. And then um, Gail goes inside to feed Lily. Dawson heads to the movies. And it's just a shot of Mitch just looking around, very content. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Excellent episode. <laughs> it's so brutal. It's so fucking, it's, no, it's not it. manners. It's really <laughs> fucking brutal. It's really, really mean. It was yeah. really mean of you to let me watch that first thing in the morning. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I didn't woke know up this morning. You. I was like, I got to watch Dawson's Creek. La di da. All having my cereal. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? <laughs> what? Does this mean I'm not going to see Mr. Man Meets Areolas anymore? <laughs> you can Goog. You can Google. <laughs> I can ask Jeeves. You can ask Jeeves. Oh, God. Yeah. It's a great episode. It's a great goodbye <sighs> well for done. the character. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. There yeah. it is, folks. So that's the last bad thing to happen on Dawson's Creek, right? Sure. (laughs) Um, What I can tell you is that this was the last, like, oh, God, I'm really worried about this spoiler for you. Oh, okay. Cool. So Um, nothing else happens in the rest of the series? Yeah, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) Now they just, like, kind of chill. No, it's now it's like a traditional TV drama. So, you know, there's whatever. This was the one that I was like, and then the series finale, which... Very curious to get to, but um, to see how I feel about it now. Mm-hmm. But um, this was the one that I was like, God, really want to make sure that you do not. And then once we were in season five, then I got very nervous about just like you accidentally seeing the uh, yeah. summary. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So there we are. <sighs> Next week, season five, episode five, use your disillusion. Ooh. Yeah. Hi, Kim. Yeah, bud. If anyone needed any advice on um if anyone needed any advice on bottling up their emotions and not feeling anything uh significant, where can they find you? Here I am. Rock me like a 
don't talk to me about anything at ever hurricane uh like hurricane um at kim moffitt (laughs) yeah yeah. at kim moffitt on instagram and twitter if it exists um maybe maybe not we'll see and at kim moffitt is here on tiktok talking ticks talking uh cupcakes and cookies and christmas galore and christmas galore well now it's the new year um and and Mm. january allure galore (laughs) galore yes yes is if anyone wanted to talk to you about um patience in a friendship (laughs) 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 the emotional weight it it takes to be the smart one (laughs) 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 where can they find you Great question. I'd love to tell you <laughs> at Ashley's ex on Instagram. Some of you have found me. It's a delight. I hope my content lives up to your expectations. You know, I feel like our content is pretty on par with like what you who would expect are. from listening yeah, to this show. Yeah. I mean, we are who we are, you know, we're just genuine gals. <laughs> I'm a gin, you and gal. Ooh. She likes gin, everyone. Uh, show has no social needs needs. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Okay. You're okay. lying. <laughs> I just want to see what you're going to do there. Um, we're at Dawson's Darlings on Instagram. If you don't follow us yet, what are you waiting for? Um, yeah, we have a great new color scheme. <laughs> Sponsored by Notre ABS, Dame. Yes, always be scheming. Always be scheming. <laughs> Sponsored by who? Notre Dame. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Just about. Zaz saved it. We almost were. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, do you want to do therapy together? Or Yeah, today, we should probably should do just... couples therapy. Okay. Well, if I knew I was going to watch this episode today, I would have scheduled a therapy session. I was like really emotionally prepared for Grams to die. Sorry. No worries if not. <laughs> yeah. Um, t- this one's on my cry list. What's on your cry list? TV shows? L- let's explain what a cry list is. Okay. So your cry list is a list of music, movies, TV, things that you know will make you cry. For whenever you're needing in need of a good cry, you put, you know, go to this thing and they, and it allows you to release your emotions. So that you yeah. can feel better. Yeah. I'll tell you, I have a lot of songs on my cry list. In terms of TV shows, um, it's a lot of Grey's Anatomy, like the very traumatic Grey's Anatomy episodes, like this mass shooting, Derek dying, all that shit. But um, my number one cry list item is a very specific one. It is The Counting Crows on Howard Stern doing – Round here, acoustic. That is it specific. Is, it's very, incredibly specific. There's an acoustic version on Spotify. Doesn't do it for me. But the Howard Stern version of Counting Crows, really? acoustic, round here. You can find it on YouTube. Whenever I'm feeling down or if I feel like I need to cry, I put it on. It's like 13 minutes long because they, you know, it's acoustic. But I don't know. It just fucking gets me every time. What's number one on your cry list? Do, do we need therapy? I think so. <laughs> no, no, no. I think a cry list is... Hey, for real, if you have a cry list... Um, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know if this is normal to have and um, <laughs> s- and send it to us. 
send send us your cry list things. Maybe we can have like a growing cry list. Be good. Have a Be community healthy. cry list. There you go. Um, what's on my the, the number one on my cry list is um, the movie About Time. Oh the yeah, third act that. of About that. Time. That's that's <laughs> that on is there. incredibly this specific one, too. Yeah, because it's charming as hell leading up to it. And then once you get into the third act, it just um, says like, did you enjoy that very much? Okay, yeah, you're done now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, this episode, the quarterback episode of Glee. Is that the one That's after the Corey, Corey Monteith, Monteith funeral? Guys? Yeah. Nice. Any like where the person has actually died? And then they have to talk about it on the show is like that. That is such such a raw and, you know, Glee is like whatever. But that episode is really sure. Yeah. Um, and then there's this is going to I'm going to try and say this in a normal way, but I <laughs> try and say it sounds so lame. But there's a um, a poem by Emily Dickinson that I find is is perfect for a moment like this. Oh, uh, it's called um, uh, I measure every grief. Hang on. I can I can it, it, I can't remember the name because I can always just remember the poem. And it's just yeah, I measure every grief I meet. And it's hmm. a woman who is grieving, and so she every time she meets somebody else who who is grieving, she wonders about their grief compared to her own, and just like wonders what it looks like for them, and if just as you know, hmm. not in, not in like a um, negative comparison, just like. She's grieving, and so she's uh, finding comfort in other grief. Yeah, interesting. It's really she beautiful. was so good. I know. Yeah. Did you watch that show, Dickinson? I loved the On first season. I loved the first season. The second season, um, I think they kind of lost their way a little bit. Agreed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been a great episode of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Thank we were God, just trying to fill our life. quota of the one hour mark. Oh, um, quota, Kappa quota mugs are <laughs> being sent soon. Did you know that you would have a live audience for this one? Uh, no, they all just kind of showed up. <laughs> were you like, now's not the time? Yeah, I was like, guys, read the room. But they were like, we can't. We're such big fans. We've been waiting in line since last night. So I let them in. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice of you. Well, I'm a fucking sweetheart. (laughs) You're so great. Uh, All right. Well, I'll talk to you in three minutes.